This is Make It Plain, your favorite Christian podcast, and we have another important topic lined up for you today. For those of you joining us for the first time, we are streaming on our other platforms, Twitter, as well as Rumble, and you can listen to this podcast as well on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. See all the links in the description below here on our YouTube channel. What we're talking about today is six reasons why preppers, doomsday preppers, are preparing for a coming crisis, and of course, why you should be preparing too. So let's get right into it. We're going to put these on the screen so that you can see the, the ones that we're going to cover. So on the screen. All right. So on the screen, we have number one, the 2024 presidential election. All right. Number two, we have a government and military leaders warning us of wars. What's number three? Predictive programming in movies. Number four, COVID-19 pandemic and future pandemics. And rounding out all six, we have at number five, impending cyber attacks, end time Bible prophecies. All right. So let's take a look at our first article here. And of course, we have our regular panelists with us, Richard and Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's get right into it. So as we can see on the screen, this article here sets the tone. And there was a poll done. It says many Americans expect election-related violence over future losses. So we know that this year is an election year. What are they saying? If you look at the highlighted words, nearly a majority of U.S. adults believe there will be violence regarding future presidential election losses, new polling reveals. Skip on down to the next yellow words. It says, by the numbers, 51% of respondents expect the losing side to accept their losses peacefully. However, 49% expect violence over those losses. Uh, you know, this, this podcast is going to be more like a compilation mm -hmm. of all these reasons why people are preparing. Yep. They can sense that there are ominous crises on the horizon uh -huh. and we're also driving home the point our people need to get prepared that's right and remain prepared yep. encourage others to be prepared now there are more reasons than six uh -huh. but today we're just identifying emphasizing six, Highlighting six right. a quick plug tomorrow uh -huh. i will address the rest all right so let's drop in our poll question right here for those of you online so that you can be a part of the conversation. We want to hear from you. So on the screen, you'll see the poll question as we're, we're posting that. And the poll question is this. You'll see it shortly there on the YouTube. Just remember, put your answers in the poll and do not put it in the chat. Give everyone a chance to respond. The question is this. What is your attitude as you hear of a coming crisis? What is your attitude as you hear of a coming crisis? Option A, no need to prep. No need to prep. God will care for me. B, those people are alarmists. Those people on Make It Plain podcast, they're alarmists. C, I'll prepare and store up. Or D, I'll be raptured up before it hits. What is your view? We want to hear from you. Go ahead and take this poll. And remember, don't put your answers in the chat. Give everyone a chance to respond. You know, as we consider this whole movement, of preparing 
for coming crises. We're told that it is now a billion dollar industry. And uh, I want us to see this as uh, two sides to one coin. On the first side, you have people saying crises are coming. As a result, we need to stock up. We need to store up. So monies are being spent and sellers are making money. Mm. On the flip side, could it be that many of the merchants are actually manufacturing mm. crises and rumors of crises because they know people are going to spend money uh -huh. to store up. Yeah. And as a result, they make money. Regardless of those two sides of this proverbial coin, we know we have to prepare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, just to make that point again, people are seeing that something is coming, right? And it's very interesting that the world, as they see these things, they're wasting no time at all in stocking up, in preparing, in, you know, getting there, going out into the country areas. All these things are happening and yet the great question is, what is God's people who have the truth, mm -hmm. right? Who have the truth. And again, that's where the issue lies. We do have the truth. We should be leading at the forefront. The world should be following us. Yeah. There's something coming. These individuals, these people are preparing, yet it's the other way around. We have become the tail. Right. So, so let's playing catch up, as it were. You're right, Richard. Yeah. Let's confirm the point you made, Andrew, right here on the screen, which confirms that this prepping... Um, movement is a billion dollar industry yeah. on the screen. Yeah, notice what it says. It says, Doomsday Prepping is poised to become a $2.46 billion industry. Mm -hmm. Right. And of course, it's growing, as yeah. you said. Yeah. Read the crisis, talk about the crises, people are going to buy. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But again, it's two sides to a coin. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Two sides to a coin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at look what it says in there, going back to it, um, that same article there. It says, the upswing is reflective of a wider societal shift towards self-preservation and preparedness, often catalyzed by an upstick in natural disasters, interest in outdoor recreation, including hiking and camping, mm -hmm. right? So we're seeing a, a, a paradigm shift um, with people now jumping on the bandwagon to be prepared. Mm -hmm. Yes. Very interesting. So let's go to the poll and get yeah. those results. Let's hear what you answered because we want to know what is your attitude. It's yeah. one thing to talk about these issues on Make It Plain, on our other video broadcast that we have, but what is your attitude? Because that's really what is going to matter when the crisis hits. All right, so let's, let's drop, let's end that poll right there, and let's see what the answer, how many people chose, what many people chose for their answer, okay? All right, so we have, is that 92% of individuals chose um, answer C, I'll prepare and store up. Mm -hmm. All right. So we know that's the correct answer, but yeah. I'm curious to, to know what were the percentages for the others? What did other people say? All right. So 5% uh, chose, chose A. Let me get back up there. 5% chose A. Um, no need to prep. God will take care mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. That's about 5%. Um, another 1% chose B, which is those people are mere alarmists. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hoping those are just trolls yes. and bots. <laughs> but you know what? What I say to that is when the crisis hits, we'll see who was the alarmist. Correct. That's right. That's right. The mere alarmist. The mere yeah. alarmist. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And of course, uh, A is correct. God will take care. However, God will not do for us what we can do for ourselves. Correct. Right? So we uh, must work in co-partnership with him. And all a biblical precedent. Look at Noah. 
Yeah. Right? Noah believed and his faith worked. Mm -hmm. God could have preserved Noah and his family without him building an ark. Could he have not done that? That's right. Of course. Yeah. But God says, believe, become converted. Mm -hmm. Noah found grace in God's eyes and he built an ark yep. for the saving of mm -hmm. his household. Yeah. And remember, what did they call Noah? A crazy, crazy fanatic. wild fanatic. Mm -hmm. yes. As it was in the days of Noah, mm -hmm. so it is going to be in the last days. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on and look at... Hold on. So what is your, what is your attitude, Jared, Richard? My attitude yeah. is God will take care of me as I do the work of storing up and preparing. That's right. The Noah attitude. Become converted first because you can get prepared and be doing all these preparations, but yet still be lost. Mm -hmm. Right? So mm -hmm. conversion first then move by God's, by God's will. You know to what? prepare the ark. I concur. Yes. Amen. 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 I agree. Amen. One scripture just to drop in there, friends. Proverbs 22 and verse number three. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 22, verse three. It says, A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, mm -hmm. but the simple pass on and are punished. Punished. Mm -hmm. right. And the same is repeated in Proverbs 27, 12. Yeah. Very, very important to understand that. And and First Chronicles twelve verse thirty two, uh -huh. the tribe of Issachar. Yes, they yes, were men of understanding who understood the, the signs, signs of, of the, the times. Yes, yes, and they knew what Israel ought to do. Ought to do. Yep. As a result, they led out uh -huh. in the charge of preparing a people for several crises. Yes, and spiritually speaking, I want to be a part of that Issachar tribe, as it were, uh -huh. a prepared people helping others to be prepared. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. So let's look at reason number one, as we stated earlier, that the 2024 election is causing people to prep. On the screen, it says this. Could the 2024 election cause society to collapse? Some preppers think so, and they're ready. Hmm. You know what? what's interesting? I was having a conversation, quick testimony, mm -hmm. with uh, some elders and pastors. And these men are prominent in our circles. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had knowledge that they were also preparing for the last days, country living and storing up green, greenhouses, growing their food. And I asked them, why do you not speak emphatically and frequently about these things when you are presenting God's word publicly? And they said, well, it's more of a private thing. I don't want people to view me as scaring them, mm -hmm. fear-mongering. Yeah. And uh, I could continue with the conversation, but that needs to be said. Many people are getting ready, but they aren't telling you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what happens is when people see their favorite speakers not publicizing, emphasizing, and talking about preparedness yeah. and getting ready, they become lackadaisical correct that's true because the people don't rise higher many times than their leaders that's right yeah. the people who they view as spiritual guidance yeah yeah so that's that's the election right there people are saying the election something is going to break out after the election yeah. just to drop this in there do you remember on january 6 2021 following the results of the previous election mm -hmm. you know it took place there again we don't know but it is good to be prepared let's yeah. go to reason number two mm -hmm. next Headline here says, this is from USA Today. It says, all right, this is from Daily Mail, rather, Daily Mail. And they, take note of these friends. It says here, this is exclusive, the beginning of the end 
The preppers who fear global meltdown in 2024 caused by a perfect storm of war, soaring costs of living, and the migrant crisis, plus a presidential election which threatens to tear America in half. Mm -hmm. Now, again, we highlighted some of the areas here because you can go back and read the actual article yourself. But basically, it's telling us here that, you know, people are prepping because they know that, listen, there might be a war that's breaking out, that's coming, right? Uh, Right there in the headline, right there, it says in the second paragraph, second sentence, global conflicts, cost of living, right? Those who are stockpiling supplies in anticipation of a catastrophe, Mm -hmm. a catastrophe. So they know something ominous is coming. Correct. And they are moving to prepare their ark. And now we have government leaders yep. and military leaders actually publicly saying, store up. Store up. Yep. Store up. Yeah. 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 Let's roll that clip. Call that I was talking about yesterday. Uh, that is what uh, General Biden in Sweden is, is talking about. And the fact that people find it a surprise and as a result buy a radio on batteries, that is great. <laughs> it is part of, of, of the package that the, the Swedish government is, is talking about. You need to have water, you need to have uh, a, a radio on batteries, and you need to have a, a, a flashlight on, on batteries to make sure that you can survive the first 36 hours. Things like that. Hmm. Clip two. Uh, a, a radio on batteries and you need to have a, a, a flashlight on, on batteries to make sure that you can survive the first 36 hours. Things like that. That's simple things. But it starts there. The, the realization that not everything is planable, not everything is going to be honky-dory in the next 20 years. I'm not saying it is going wrong tomorrow, but we have to realize it's not a given that we are in peace. Mm. And that's you know, why we have the plans. That's why we are preparing for a conflict with, uh, uh, with Russia enough. and the terror groups. If it comes... You know what? What's striking here is that many people say, the government will take care of me. Mm-hmm. So no need to listen to this podcast and get ready. Yeah. But the government is telling us, mm. yeah. take your life, your livelihood, your sustenance in your own hands. Yeah. Yeah. We cannot, even if we wanted to, we cannot assist every person in a crisis. Take matters in your own hands. hands. Yeah, yeah. And that brings us to our next poll, which brings us to a subject that we speak about often on our platforms, and that is the five keys of survival. So here on the screen, you're going to see the next poll question, and it's a time for you to tell us which answer is not one of the keys. The question says... Which one of these is not one of the five keys of survival that we speak about on our platforms? A, storing up. B, assisting others. C, vote in the right politician. D, country living. Which one of these is not one of the five keys of survival that we speak about on this platform? And uh, and as you're taking that poll, friends, we're going to go on to reason number three of mm-hmm. why individuals, um, the world is preparing, prepping for a coming ominous crisis. So take that poll in the chat and let's go now to number three, reason number three, all right? Which is, of course, predictive programming through the films and movies. Do we remember what happened or what movie dropped last year on Netflix, mm-hmm. Leave the World Behind? We saw that there was predictive programming sifted through that movie 
And of course, we saw people preparing for a coming crisis in that field. So do we have that article we want to roll up? Yes, from Forbes. All right. It's on the, it's on the screen. It says, when it comes to end times survival, viewers can't get enough. Uh. Now, of course, you can read those words there, but in the article, it mentions certain films that people are binge watching. Uh-huh. You have Leave the World Behind. There's another one called The Last of Us. Yeah. These are the types of movies, the dystopian type content that people are obsessing over yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, notice what it says right, right on the screen. Roughly one third of the U.S. population now identifies as preppers. And the last sentence right there in the U.S. Yellow, adult population. U.S. Yeah. population. Yeah. While prepping was once largely an American phenomenon, it has now become a global what? Endeavor. Endeavor. Mm. So people more and more are catching on to this. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you know, some as, as in the natural, so in the spiritual do you know back when I was much younger and out, you know, spending more time outdoors, when it was about to rain, do you know how we knew? One reason how? Clouds. We, cl- clouds. <laughs> clouds. Yeah, dark, of course, right? clouds. I mean, hey, <laughs> clouds, right? If you looked at the ground, yeah. you could see ants, ants literally building up like a... Like a, like a dome. Like a dome cone. Correct. Yeah. And you could tell it's going to rain, mm. as in the natural... Proverbs 6, verse 6, six. through verse 11. Yep. Consider the ants. Yeah. That sluggard. Yeah, and go to him. Go to that her. store up mm-hmm. and store up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As yeah. in the natural, so in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing people, you know, like ants. Yeah. They're storing up, mm-hmm. many of them for the wrong reason. Yeah. But some for the right reasons. Right. Let's not make this just discombobulated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we see people are getting ready, what is God saying to his professed people mm-hmm. who are lagging Behind. at the back of the line? Yeah. Like Noah's people, right? Mm-hmm. People saw the animals. Imagine that. Dumb animals mm. getting on board the ark. That is supernatural. Mm-hmm. And what did the professed people of God in Noah's day do? They scoffed. They scoffed. They scoffed. So as it were, we're seeing what would represent the animals mm-hmm. preparing a ark, an yeah. ark. Yeah. For the crises, mm. yet God's professed people are pointing fingers, mocking and scoffing. Mm, they are. And you know what's interesting is that many people right now who are scoffing, who are laughing as, as, as it were, like, oh, nothing's going to happen. Those very same people, just as it was in the days of Noah, when it did start to rain, when the crisis did come, they are going to be crying, open up that door. Mm. Open up that ark's door. Andrew, I want to hear some more of those messages that you were speaking of, that you were preaching. Mm-mm. I want to hear one more episode of Make It Plain Podcast. Where's mm-hmm. that podcast where they spoke about the prepping and the preparatory? I want to get ready now. Mm-hmm. But that ark's door would have been closed. Mm-hmm. That That's arc. right. And it brings us right back to the movie you mentioned, Leave the World Behind, as you can see on the screen, because it talked about many of those themes. There were preppers, yeah. and then there were also people who were unprepared. Yeah. Here's a scene right here. You have uh, this man. He was prepared, yeah. and he is at the store, and he's getting his water. He's getting his supplies. He was stockpiling. He was stockpiling, yeah. but others were just living life casually. And notice, he went to buy cases of water, yeah. while the family who, who was unprepared in the crisis came up with one small brown bag yeah. with yeah. one or two items in mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. not knowing the next moment the crisis would hit. Would hit. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here is a another video we're going to play just showing a short clip from the film 
Haven't you been picking up on what's going on out there? We've all been deserted. All right, let's play the other one. We're in this together until things get back to normal. Okay, next. Roll, roll the next one. There is no going back to normal. Mm. And the next. So you see the scene right here. These two men were the ones unprepared and they came to their neighbor. Yeah, the same one who was prepping. Again, this young boy was in need of medical attention mm. but didn't have the supplies he had to ask and bargain from the neighbor. Which so should we have some natural remedies? Yes. Stored up? We should. Yes. Hmm. We should. We should. Absolutely. And here is... The, the picture right here, an example of things that you can store up. Now, of course, don't copy everything in there. We don't support the, the spam, the ham, those things. But the beans and the greens and the potatoes, That's yes, it. we do. Well, absolutely. absolutely. Start somewhere. Start somewhere. All right. So let's end the poll All right. right now. Let's see your results. Again, that question was, which one of these is not one of the five keys of survival that we speak about on our platform? All right. So let's, take, let's, take, let's, let's jump on the poll right here and see which answer you all chose. 95% of you all chose vote in the right politician. That answer is correct. Mm -hmm. That is not one of the five keys of survival. All right. D, country living, that is one of them. Mm -hmm. Storing up as well as assisting others. Those right. are all keys. But vote in the right politician. We're not supposed to take part in any politics. Mm -hmm. All right, friends. That can't help us in the last days. Mm -hmm. And one man. Wonderful. One man, one president, senator cannot no. stop what What's is coming. coming. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. All right, let's transition to our next segment. Segment number four, speaking about cyber attacks. Yeah. That was another thing mentioned in Leave the World Behind, cyber attacks. Yeah. And how world leaders, people with influence, are saying the possibility is not just a possibility. It might just happen. Hmm. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. So the second clip is from the World Economic Forum, mm -hmm. who said in 2023, the latter half of that year, that in the next two years, many researchers, scientists, those who study uh, uh, sociology mm -hmm. are actually saying, expect a cyber attack in the next mm -hmm. two years. Yes, yes. The most striking finding that we found is that 93% of cyber leaders and 86% of cyber business leaders believe that the geopolitical instability makes a catastrophic cyber event likely in the next two years. Uh. This far exceeds anything that we've seen in previous surveys. Uh. And the next clip is from Leave the World Behind. The Go ahead. Room. Yeah, that's wild. We are seeing ongoing cyber attacks across the country. I mean, mm. look at the predictive programming. So many examples. That statement was made January mm -hmm. of 2023. And by December, here comes December? Yeah, yeah. around December. November, November, December, November, November, leave December, yeah. the world behind. Yeah. It was based on 
cyber attack. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's Predictive it. programming. That's mm -hmm. right. I mean, I don't know how many more signs we need. God for God will allow for us to actually see what is coming. Correct. Right. It's as if if you sift between if you sift through all the articles and the current events, you will actually see God's hand writing on the wall. His hand of mercy too. Right. Absolutely. Okay saying, get ready, my people. Mm -hmm. Yet there is a, a spirit of compromise, a spirit of just lackadaisical, a, a spirit of just... Uh, I don't care. I don't care. Right. I don't careness mm -hmm. <laughs> going around right now. And God is trying to wake us up. Because when you look at those, those three clips there, those, again, from leaders who have influence, mm -hmm. Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, he, world leaders go to him, as we're, we've been talking about this. And so when these guys make statements, they're not making blanket statements. They're telling you what they are planning to do. That's correct. It's as if they're giving you their blueprint. Like, listen, mm -hmm. this is what we're planning to do. Correct. And God is saying, get ready. Now, if it was one reason or one incident, one crisis, it would give people an excuse to scoff. Mm -hmm. But the mere fact that we are lumping, mm -hmm. correlating, corroborating, Six different reasons why people are preparing. We want to leave people without an excuse. That's, true. That's why this Make It Plain podcast is so important. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Let's take a look at this other clip from 60 Minutes. Bradley Garrett hybrid escape vehicle into the equivalent of an expensive grid. The specter of massive power grid failure the result of a nuclear attack or solar storm preoccupies many preppers. The current estimates from the government is that it would take two years to rebuild the grid. Two years? The Wi-Fi goes down for five minutes and everybody panics. Exactly. And, and preppers say that it's 72 hours to animal. You know, meaning, meaning what? Meaning that it takes about three days for people to totally lose it. Prep hmm. Next one. I mean, think about that. 72 hours to animal. Mm -hmm. People are going to come knocking on our doors. You know, yeah. I'm going to insert something that's very, very important. For our people in our community, they might not believe that. Uh -huh. I'm going to say two things. And possibly I... on tomorrow, well, tomorrow by God's grace, I'm going to be saying a few things, adding some more reasons. I'm not sure if people recall that during the pandemic, and during the BLM protests, mm -hmm. the BLM protests, do you know that many of those crisis actors walked into particular neighborhoods mm. and began to agitate people who were at home minding their own mm. business? Mm -hmm. yeah. Stirring it up. Yeah. And they were actually, actually walking on people's lawns, mm -hmm. kicking in their doors. And taking stuff from their homes. Yeah. And you're telling me it's not coming again? Mm. Number two, in the book, Early Writings, Early Writings, and page number 32, I believe, 33, paragraph two, during the time of the plagues, we are going to encounter furious mobs. Mm -hmm. They're coming. Mm -hmm. But before then, when things shut down in these cities, you saw the riotings. Yeah. During the pandemic, yeah. people went down, downtown, mm -hmm. uh, uh, broke into stores, yep. high-end stores, market, restaurants, right? everything. looting, yep. Yep. burning down places. Yep. Yep. You're telling me it's not coming? Yep. Yep. 
That's absolutely true. And while some of these people are guilty of those crimes, many of the people who did those things were what we call crisis actors, actors yep. staged there to agitate. Mm -hmm. It's going to get worse mm -hmm. in this cyber attack coming. That's right. And that takes us right to reason number five, why people are prepping and why you should too. Yep. The COVID-19 crisis was... Yeah, I mean, it, it, it impacted caught, everyone. It did. And it caught a whole lot of people off guard. Yes, it and did. so that's why, again, we're making it plain today and showing why it's important to prepare mm. when we see things on the horizon. Yes. Co you know, that, that pestilence caught many off guard. But God is saying, listen, what is coming, there's opportunity to prepare for it. And if we neglect to do that, we have no one else to blame but ourselves. That's mm. Right? Yeah. Let's look at that article. Hold on. I'm going to insert one important point, which I'm going to build on later on. Many times when these leaders say A is coming, it's B. <laughs> and I believe this so-called disease X uh -huh. that they're talking about, yep. everybody just went through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And the leaders, the tyrants are saying, the big one is coming, disease X. Uh -huh. I don't believe the next massive global crisis is going to be a pestilence. I'll say more on that tomorrow. Mm. So let's take a look at this article right here. It says, how COVID-19 created more preppers. Mm -hmm. Next article. It says, why the pandemic has disrupted supply chains. Do you remember going into the grocery store, looking for toilet paper, mm. looking for cleaning supplies, Lysol wipes? Mm -hmm. You couldn't find it. Yeah. Every industry, it seemed like, was backlogged. Yep. Next article. World health leaders warn of pandemic 20 times worse than COVID. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing about COVID, do you remember the media coverage of COVID-19? Literally, for at least two whole years, every day was something about COVID. Mm -hmm. You could not find hardly much of anything else interesting on the news. Everything was about COVID. And, and the way they pushed that so many people were dying when in reality, more people survived than those who died. Uh -huh. But something 20 times worse, if yeah. something like that hit, how do you think that crisis is going to be? Yeah. Here yeah. we go. And what are they saying? What is disease X? Next article. What is disease X? Why are UK scientists working on a vaccine to prevent a new pandemic from unknown disease? Next, it says next pandemic deemed. What is it deemed? Oh, the big one. And it's, it's going to be 75% worse. The fatality rate is going to be 75% worse mm. than the COVID-19 crisis. How do they know that, though? Ask them. <laughs> they are of age. Right, right. They must but, have but, but, but I mean, it's to your point, though, because, again, they many times the powers that be, they are using the Hegelian dialectic. Mm-hmm. They tell you what's coming, but then in the background, they're preparing something else. Correct. So you don't know which way they're going to strike, but God is saying, Prepare. be prepared. Correct. That's the key. Correct. They're saying disease X, the World Economic Forum is saying cyber pandemic. Governments are saying this. Th but because God remember, is, <laughs> good, 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 good. Because remember, before the COVID-19 breakout, where was the media coverage that a COVID-19 is coming? It, was, ah. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It caught the people by surprise. surprise. Yeah. So yeah. now that they are promulgating mm -hmm. disease X, the big one, mm -hmm. I'm yeah. not saying they won't have another pestilence. Mm -hmm. We know that. 
but I don't believe the next one is going to be a pestilence. Yeah. yeah. What they're doing is what they're, they're striking fear Correct. into the hearts of people mm. as well as civil unrest. That's right. And that's right. what happened during COVID. Yep. Next article here. The next pandemic is not a question of if, but of when. And we cannot afford to repeat the same mistake of the past. It's not a matter of if, but when. But when. But when. That's again, Tedros. Mm-hmm. And, All right. and so that leads us to our next poll question. Again, very serious matter. And this is a very serious question we're going to post to you right now. On the screen, and you will see it appear very shortly in the chat. It's going to be in the poll. How much food and water do you presently have stored up? And the operative word is? Presently. Mm-hmm. So right now, if something were to hit today, how much do you presently have stored up? And yes. friends, it's personal. So please, if you don't want to be public, you don't have to. Because uh-huh. someone may come knocking on your door if you choose a particular option as yeah. an answer. But we just want you to examine yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To see if you're ready. Yeah. Go ahead, right. preacher. So the options are A, none. I am not prepared at all for anything. B, I have three days worth of food and water stored up. C, one week's worth. D, a month or more. Mm-hmm. Choose your option truthfully. Yes. Of course, it's unanimous, friends. So we don't know what names or who chose what, right? But again, be sincere, be honest with God. Because mm-hmm. again, these talks are not just simply showing you what's to come, but it's also helping you to be prepared practically for what is to come. We're, in, we're here to encourage one another. Amen. Amen? All right, right, so take that poll, and as you're taking that, let's go on to our next um, article here. Yes, the next clip, talking about how even rich and affluent people are storing up. Here it is. All right. Rick Ross. We're breaking ground. I'm excavating. It's going down. Y'all know how I love real estate, and I usually like to build and go up. We're going underground now. One time for all my doomsday preppers. Elon Musk, I see you. I saw your ground plans. I'm impressed. But guess what? My bunker going to have a garage. My bunker going to have wings. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, we breaking ground. Huge excavations. You got to have your fluids. I got a water maker. Oh, something like a machine that makes water out of H2O. I got a water maker. We got our canned goods. So if you're thinking the brothers ain't ready, we ready. Mm, all right. He's, he's breaking ground. Right. Again, that's Rick Ross. Again, rapper. You know, but again, point is that people are being pre- people are prepared. You know. So next article here. Showing again, the world's mega rich are planning to ride out the apocalypse in luxury secretive. Doomsday bunkers. And you have several of them on the list. That's right. Not mm-hmm. only the Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg, yes. But you have others there from PayPal and so on. That's right. Yes. All right, let's roll to the next clip here. Notice here, friends. Is there something that Mark Zuckerberg seems to know that we don't? Now imagine having all the resources in the world, including the abundance of money. So what do you think you do? Well, a lot of people may perhaps think of purchasing luxurious items, properties, and so on. But that is not what the world's seventh richest man, Mark Zuckerberg, is doing with his money at the moment. And this is sparking a lot of speculation. What does Mark Zuckerberg know that we don't? Next clip. The Facebook founder is creating a compound which features a doomsday bunker. He's creating this compound in Hawaii. 
mm. and not on mainland United States. Next clip. The and this doomsday bunker will comprise of underground bunkers, luxurious mansions and other self-reliant features. Mm -hmm. The massive million dollar project will also have its own sources of food and energy. The secret project, which the Meta chief is apparently hiding from the public, is called the Kolov Ranch. Mm. Go back. Notice here, friends. So this one here was from 60 Minutes. As you can see on the screen, they have these underground bunkers yeah. for the affluent. Mm -hmm. And they're securing these things. Yeah. Now, I'm going to allow another interviewee doing the same 60-minute clip mm -hmm. to actually demote the idea of people uh, securing bunkers. Mm -hmm. The gospel must be preached to the poor. How many poor people can afford underground bunker? Yeah, most can't. Right, and that's not what we find in God's word mm -hmm. for us to get ready to go into an underground bunker, no. spending millions, yeah. even billions, to secure a bunker. Mm -hmm. Let's see what he says here. All right. Very practical, I like this. Yay. What do you make of the spike in bunker sales? The vast majority of people should never get to the point of having a bunker. And in fact, I really dislike the bunker narratives because it takes away from the conversation that we should be having, which is how do we make our existing homes and our existing communities more resilient rather than, and I'm going to quit society and go live in a decommissioned missile silo. You say you would never build a bunker. Very practical. Very. You know, very. many of these people are doing these things for the wrong reasons. A few are for the right reason. The Bible speaks of this in Revelation 6, that those who even have their so-called bunkers to get ready for the apocalypse, the last days, if they are unconverted, those shelters cannot secure them from the seven last plagues which are coming and God's judgment upon unrepentant sinners. What would they be found doing? Running to the rocks and mountains. To the rocks and mountains saying what? Fall on, on us, us and hide us from the face of him. Yeah. So this is a hiding place. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they're going to run out of those bunkers. That's the point. <laughs> and remember, yeah. bunkers go underground into rocks. Correct. Into yeah. rocks. They're running to the rocks. Yes. The mountains. Yeah. And say what? Fall on yeah. us. Yes. Hide us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But yeah. they are not converted. Mm -hmm. So the mere hiding in bunkers... Being unconverted yeah. will not suffice. And, and it that's says key. in Revelation 6, verse 15, same Correct. scripture mentioning, it says um, that they hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks uh, of the mountain. Go ahead, dens. So a den, you know, if you think about a man den or a man cave, it's a place of hiding. Correct. It's a place of refuge, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know. So this is what they're trying to do, create their own den of protection, but nothing will be able to secure them from the wrath of God if they are unrepentant. Mm. And that's why Psalm 91 now says, this is your den. Mm -hmm. This is your secret place. This is your hiding place. Psalm 91, the whole division. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, was that Proverbs 18? The, the name of the Lord is a strong, strong tower. tower. The righteous runneth into it. Him, yeah. Jesus, and, he's and saved. our Savior. And he's okay. saved. Right? And think about this. And this should get everyone to think of what we're saying is a nail in a sure place. Noah's ark was made of wood. Mm -hmm. Go for wood, yes. The same flood and torrential rain 
destroyed the very trees mm -hmm. that Noah used to build the ark. Yes. To build the ark. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the ark was preserved while the trees were destroyed. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. So it shows you what was preserving the ark. Yeah. Was Good. it the and, wood? And who was preserving it? Was it his construction? No. Yeah. It was yeah. God. It was God, God Almighty. And the cool. conversion of their heart. Yes. Okay. So let's end the poll. Let's get your results to that question, which was how much food and water do you presently right now have stored up? We want to know from you. I think this is a good gauge just to see where we are and how we can do better. All right. So let's look again. The question was how much food and water you have presently stored up? D was 42% one month or more, mm. 42%. So that was the overwhelming major majority of people um, chose that, a uh, month or more. So Just send me your address. <laughs> We're coming for some, 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 some gear, right? Some greens, beans. <laughs> All right. 27%, which was the, the second uh, um, majority, was at 27%. One week, 17%, and three days, 12%. Friends, don't become discouraged. Again, we do what we can, and God will do what we cannot, mm -hmm. right? We just must, we must move just as Noah moved. I wonder if there are some biblical encouraging scriptures mm -hmm. wherein a family or a person didn't have enough for a crisis, but what he or the family had, God multiplied because that family was converted, and being converted. I'm thinking of... What um, scenes come to your mind? Elijah and... Uh, the widow. Widow. With widow. her one son. Yes. And one the, meal. Yes, the oil. Right. Yeah, yeah. And she... Amen. And she didn't... She did not know how long that, that crisis, crisis would, would last, be. Would last, yes. But because she gave God first... Yes. And she did surrender all, mm -hmm. it says God multiplied that one meal... And she had meal many, many days. Yes. And the context says one full year. year. Mm. That's First Kings 17. Amen, mm. amen. I like Isaiah 33. Well, it's not a family, but it's a promise. Mm -hmm. Verse 16, 15, 16. Your bread, 15, shall, 16. Your bread shall be sure. Your water shall be sure. Your bread shall be sure. Bread shall be given you. Water, water shall, shall be sure. sure right? Mm -hmm. But again, the context is hiding yourself in the munition of rocks. And we know that rock is Jesus Christ. Correct. Right? Correct. Amen. Amen. And even, uh, you know, just looking at Jacob and his family when the land of Canaan was in famine, yeah. God supernaturally provided Very for them example. through, of course, Joseph. Amen. So we gave Old Testament examples. Mm -hmm. Any Anyone from the New Testament? Um, Any scene? New Testament? Revelation chapter, is it 12? The woman fled into the wilderness. Mm -hmm. where verse had, 14, verse 6. Where she had a place prepared for God of God and that she should be fed there for, you know, of course, that's prophetic, prophetic time, but again, applicable the church. practically to the church right now. So she fled somewhere. Mm -hmm. yeah. So why would someone say, oh, I don't need to be prepared. God would take care of me. No mm. need to leave the cities. Mm. She fled into the wilderness. Yes. And it's there God gave her a place mm -hmm. and God nourished her and fed her there. Amen. Mm. Praise God. Okay. So we gave three Old Testament, one new. Let's find one more in the New Testament. All right. Let's see. Top of my head. Any, in the chat, any examples? Any examples in the chat, friends? If they All are right. if they are stalling, I'm gonna nudge them on, as they said of <laughs> um, the Antichrist Pope yes. with uh, the climate change in in December 2015. Someone said Jesus fed the five thousand. That's it. Yeah. That's the one I'm waiting on. Yes, yeah. That the uh, five thousand men, not counting women and children, yes, yes. they were with Christ in the wilderness yes. for Amen. over three days, right? Mm -hmm. How are we going to feed these people? Send them to the city. Uh, Christ said, no, no, wow. you feed them. Mm -hmm. But Lord, we don't have enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
only a boy here with one small lunch. Mm -hmm. What? Five, five, loaves. five loaves and two, two fishes, fishes, right? And what happened, Jared? And God multiplied it. He How did he multiply? Prayed over it, That's blessed it, it break it, gave it to his disciples. They disseminated it throughout the people. And everyone was filled and there was left over. To, so share, to share the five key, the fifth and, key and to store in the up. five keys. Store to, up. That's it. Share yeah. and store up. So notice, it's after he prayed mm -hmm. and began to impart, the miracle, miracle was wrong. Right. Miracle mm -hmm. was wrong. The miracle was wrong. Don't become like Andrew mm -hmm. and Philip in John 6 who were discouraged mm -hmm. by the circumstance mm -hmm. and what they had in their hands, yeah. the resources. Right. Whatever you have that small, God can multiply. Can. And there is a song that says, little is much. We lose much when God is in it. That's labor not for wealth Real or fame. fame. Amen. Yes, Amen. Praise the Lord. There's a that's crown it. and you can win it. Now he wants to sing now. Yeah, but I mean, that song is very applicable to the times that we're living in. That's correct. Labor not for wealth or for fame. The rich with their wealth and fame, mm -hmm. and they're, 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 they're moving in the wrong direction. Right, but 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 here's the point on that because they are storing up. They have their bunkers, but do they have Christ? Yeah. Because without Christ, no miracle will be wrought. No. There will be no shelter in that time of storm. Yeah. You know what? But not your 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 trust in the armor. I flesh. want to look. Amen. I want to look at this the other side of, of this proverbial coin, because many of these folks who are now affluent, many of them unconverted, they're storing up. Do you know God says He is going to give his people the wealth of the Gentiles. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Many of them are prepping, yeah. but they have one missing link. Right. They are converted. Uh -huh. And God will bring us to meet them. Uh -huh. They become converted, and what they have, they can now assist impart. Yeah. and impart yeah. to God's people. Amen. Two sides of a coin. Amen. Friend. Amen. So, so we, need not, we need not think there is no hope. God is a thousand ways we know not of. That can right. bless and provide and yeah. help us in these last But minutes. one caveat, don't watch people's pockets mm -mm. and don't say what you have, you need, need to share it. No, 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 you go in prayer and let God yes. bring the two together. That's right. Amen. Don't tell God what he needs to do. Amen. Right. All right, so let's play this clip from 60 Minutes again, just telling us an example about how much we should have on reserve in the case of a crisis. Rappers call this the SHTF scenario, the proverbial S hitting the fan, a breakdown of social norms. John Ramey says, don't panic, just get prepping. If you have two weeks worth of food and water in your home, a radio, some basic supplies, that alone, that little bit of effort and cost covers you for the vast majority of scenarios. That's that minimum threshold that everyone should aspire to. Okay. As more Americans stop. All right, so you heard it from from his own mouth. Minimum two weeks, and of course, continue to build from there. So as we move along, here's another article. As you see on the screen, more young Americans doomsday prepping for 2024 election system not as stable as we suppose. What we want to highlight is it says more young Americans, because when we think about prepping, generally we think about more of the adult adult population. Uh, could be retirees, could be just those who are more financially established. This says young adults. Next headline says this. Why younger Americans are stockpiling supplies ahead of the 2024 election. Society unraveling. Mm -hmm. So there is an uncertainty going on right now with everything that's going on in the political realm. Yeah. And young people are waking up. Yeah, it's becoming more mainstream. Yes. Mainstream. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, this takes us into reason number six. This literally transitions us into reason number six, all right? Which, of course, is the Bible prophesies 
You, you know what? These things come to Generally speaking, when we talk about preparation, sometimes people who are listening and watching our videos, podcasts, they think we're talking to one particular age demographic, the older folks. But this shows us a trend uh -huh. that young people are preparing. Young people. Yeah. Young people are preparing. Mm -hmm. What about our young people in this community? I'm talking about those who just left, just leave college. They have graduated, just starting out life as it were. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. What's on their minds? See? Yeah. We're seeing a contrast here. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. people of this world have become wiser. in this generation have become wiser than the children of light. Mm -hmm. Our young people. What's on their minds? Mm, right. well, the What's thing, on their minds? They're thinking about their career, wanting to start their career and get a foothold, paying back student loans. They're thinking about marriage, buying a home, buying a car, just starting off in life and making a name for themselves. But are they thinking about what the Bible confirms is going to take place? Are they seeing the signs and do they have even the bare minimum, as was mentioned, two weeks worth of food stored up and water? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and again, when you look back, um, even in that film, Leave the World Behind, there was a young person in that film. Mm. And if you noticed what she really cared about as the crisis was literally occurring and happening right before her eyes, she just wanted to watch the last episode of her favorite TV show. Mm -hmm. And so that is an application Mercy. for majority, I, was, I can say that statement, majority of young people today, both in the, in the world and even in the church, right? We see the world is starting to wake up, the young people there, but what about those in our churches? What about those young people in our homes? That's their sentiment, mm. that as the crisis is coming, as the crises are here, their minds, as you said, Jared, is not on preparing, Andrew. It's, it's on, okay, how can I excel in this world, mm. right? It's how, how can I get mo more money in this world? You only live once in this world. Let, I want to enjoy the world before, mm. before it collapses, yeah. right? And so, again, that's why we're here to make it plain, encourage parents, encourage young people that listen, we are to be the leaders in society, society, right? When you think of all the people, all those people in, in Silicon Valley, the tech giants, many of them are young people. Zuckerberg, That's all true. Of, That's right? True. And what are they doing? That's true. Although they may have the wrong, you know, trajectory or mm. the wrong reasons, reasons mm -hmm. yet they're doing something. Correct. What about us? Correct. You know, so. Correct. And uh, you mentioned those prophecies in the Bible for reason number six, yep. why people should be preparing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, when you look at, we were talking about this earlier, Jerry, when we look mm -hmm. at the days of Noah, yep. right? In Luke chapter 17, 26 to 30, days of Noah and, and days of Lot, what were the sentiments that were on the people's minds? They mm. were eating and drinking, marrying, giving into marriage. Mm. Yep. Again, in it of itself, those things are not bad, mm -hmm. but those things took precedence yes. over what was more important. The practical and the spiritual preparation. Did God give Noah a practical, did God tell, instruct Lot mm -hmm. of a practical mm -hmm. preparation mm -hmm. and a spiritual? Yes. Did he not say run to the mountains? Yes, mm. yes, yes. Get your family and it, run it, to Yeah, he could, told him, go could get his Christ daughters. not have preserved him right there in Sodom? Mm -hmm. said, no, have. get to the weird, the mountains. mountains. Look yep. not behind thee. No. So no. going to the mountains was a practical preparation. Mm -hmm. Then he said, look not behind you, mm -hmm. the spiritual. Don't backslide. Right. Amen. Yep. See? And my point with the young people, I believe young people who are unconverted in our homes may cause 
the death and damnation of parents. Mm. Mercy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because parents might be pulling in one direction, but the children are not. Mm. And they're rebellious and they're stubborn. Mm. Look at Lot's two daughters. Mm. One, of, one of the reasons why Lot lingered was because his two daughters, daughters who had married the men of Sodom refused to go. Mm -hmm. And because he lingered, it was a domino effect, yeah. snowballing effect. He began to linger. So Lot's wife said, he's not urgent. Mm -mm. He's not aggressive. No. So I don't have to take this instruction seriously. seriously. Mm -hmm. And she lost her salvation by looking back. Mm -hmm. You look at, I mean, Moses, mm -hmm. the man led the Israelites. Yes. And the second time, they, are, they were his quote unquote children, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And they rebelled. And what did, what did he say? You rebels. Rebels. You rebels. Should I fetch you? And because of their rebellion, mm -hmm. Moses yeah. was hindered mm -hmm. from entering the earthly promised land. Mm -hmm. Now we know the rest of, of, the, of the story. Yeah. But the point is, if children in our homes are not converted, mm. they may very well cause the setback, mm. the destruction of parents. Mercy, wow. mercy, mercy. I mean, even when you look at the time of Daniel in, in, in Daniel chapter 5 with Belshazzar, you know, we're told that he was a young man when he began to reign. And what was on his mind? We see that one held a party while a crisis was coming. Mm. That's the key there. Mm. A crisis was looming, coming on its way. He did not know it. But Daniel came. Well, we know the story, you know, the handwriting on the wall. God wrote, the kingdom shall be taken from you. You've been found wanting, right? A young person found wanting. And we know the Medes and the Persians came. He was killed in the crisis. He was lost, mm. kingdom taken. The question is, where was his parents? Awesome. Where was this that a whole nation, a whole household, whole nation was lost? Because of one young man. Mm. Wow. No, you say he was young. He was a teenager. Go ahead. Yeah. Bel Bel Belshazzar. 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 And even when you look at the parable of the, the various grounds, the seed that fell on various grounds, mm -hmm. in Mark chapter 4, it tells us something about the, the thorny ground. It says, these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. This is Mark 4, 18 and verse 19. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lusts of other things enter in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. What you have to notice about this parable is that they receive the word of God. Uh -huh. Those on the thorny ground, they receive the word of God. And it was there in their life for a time, but the other things the Bible says, began to choke it out or crowd it out. So on one hand, they were reading the word, they were going to church, but during the week, they're spending so much time in secular things, the partying, the spending time with friends who are ungodly, who are not building up their, their relationship with Christ. And by and by, it was a slow fade until they desired the things of the world more than the things of God. And so this is an advertisement. This is a warning. This is an admonition to young people that we have to make sure we're staying connected to God at all costs because what shall it profit a man to gain the world and lose his own soul? You know, uh. as we're driving home, the preparation for young people, because sometimes, you know, growing up, we thought the sermons we were hearing in the churches, the pastor was preaching to the parents, uh -huh. my parents, my aunts, 
my, right? Mm-hmm. Not the young people. So the young people were, you know, were doing things in the lobby, in the lobby, in the back, even yeah. in the pews, yep. yeah, back of the church, tuning out what the minister was saying. So we have a burden for young people, a burden for children. One reason why many older young people, young adults, I'm talking about, yeah, university age, post graduation, just starting out in the world. One reason why they don't take this matter seriously, number one, is where they attend church. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. They, they, they are not hearing the present truth of the hour. The They're not hearing it. The urgency. Anything right. else. They're not hearing it. Right. Right? Those whom they associate themselves with mm-hmm. are not talking about these crises. Mm-hmm. Birds of a feather flock together. Flock together not, yeah. not not hearing it no their parents don't talk about these things mm-hmm. you see my point yeah. yeah but can these young people blame parents blame their ministers blame a hundred percent their their associates cannot you have a bible yeah you have access to the bible you have access to jesus mm-hmm. you heard make it plain podcast yeah. on january 26th that's right you heard it yeah so let us pray for our young people, mm-hmm. awaken our young people, because in what education, page 57, yes. with such an army, young page 271, with such an army of workers as our youth yes. rightly trained. Right. How right. soon will the message That's of right. a crucified, risen, and soon coming Savior be carried to the world? How soon mm-hmm. might the end come, yes. the end of suffering, sorrow, and sin? Young people. Mm. And my last point is that when, when you contrast that with what the young people are worried about and where the mindset is, when you contrast that with the four Hebrews, the three Hebrews, of course, and Daniel as well in Daniel chapter one, leading up to Daniel chapter two, Daniel chapter three, and how they were prepared for the crisis, it gives hope and encouragement for anybody right now who's struggling saying, Lord, I'm not prepared. Help me to be prepared. When you look how they were prepared for the crisis, even the crisis of worship, right? Their homes was, was a home of discipline, was a home of uh, encouragement and principle. The Word of God was the foundation of their homes. And as a result of that, they carried their religion into Babylon in everything that they do, did not err on the side of you know sin, but they stood firm for God. And as a result, again, I'm just running through the, running through the story and account, when the crisis hit, they three, the three Hebrews stood, but there were other Hebrews around that did not stand. Mm. So you can look at the contrast between them mm-hmm. as, well, as well as the other Jews. Correct. What, what, what was the, the upbringing? What was the principles being taught in their homes? But we see them standing for God's word. So mm. there's hope. There's hope for each one of us. Amen. That's Amen. right. And, these prop- and, if, and since four stood, all could have stood. Could have stood, mm-hmm. yeah. And when you look at the wise men in scripture, they were not a part of God's professed people at that time, but they were looking at the signs pointing to the first advent of Christ. They were prepared. They were making steps towards the Savior, literally. Uh-huh. And in these last days, as God has given us these warnings about coming crises and how to prepare, like the wise men, let us be wise. Don't mind that others in your church and your family are not getting prepared. Get prepared. God is going to reward you. He's going to show you those signs so that you can be ready for the second coming of Jesus. My closing points, I want to put um, the list of 50 things yes. on the screen here. 
the list of 50 things. Um, on there it is. All right. And friends, remember, they're telling us that we need to register our private gardens. Uh -huh. Why would I choose to register my family private garden with the government? Why would I do that? Makes no sense. So that's page one, 10 items. Okay. And again, it's a starting place. We're not saying you get some of these things on the list. It's a starting place. And if you wait too long, mm -hmm. these things you will not be able to access. Right. And if they are accessible, they're going to be very expensive yes. comparatively. Yep. All right. Um, in the book, Early Writings, page 282-283, I saw the wicked as they were greatly enraged by the plagues. This was a serious crisis. Parents were bitterly reproaching their children. Children, their parents. Brothers, their sisters. Sisters, their brothers. Loud wailing cries were heard from every direction. It was you who kept me from receiving the truth which would have saved me from this awful hour. Oh. Listen now. The people then turned upon their ministers with bitter hate and reproached them saying, you have not warned us. You told us all the world would be converted. Mm. You cried peace, peace to quiet our fears that were aroused. And those who warned us of these things, you told us they were fanatics. You told us they would ruin us. But I saw these ministers did not escape the wrath of God. Their judgment was tenfold greater than that of the people. The people are going to suffer because they followed blind leaders. Mm -hmm. So may this podcast serve as a wake-up call. We have strong, as it were, beads on a thread. The beads, six reasons to prepare. It's all in one place. We say Walmart is a one-stop one one shop. 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 Yeah. One-stop shop. This podcast, as it were, was a one-stop one shop. shop. It's all here in one presentation. May it serve not only as a diagnosis, mm -hmm. but also remedy. Remedy. Amen. Andrew, Richard, thank you for that. And those of you watching and listening to this podcast, please go over these points. You can also go back and watch uh, for those various items that we posted so you can begin to get prepared. But most importantly, remember to grow in your relationship with Jesus. He's the only one who can save us and help us. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to share this video, like it, and subscribe. And follow us on our other platforms, Google, Apple, Spotify. We'll see you next time.